excellent morning Carlos nice to talk to you um could we just start with any injury updates after the midweek game have there been any fresh injury problems come out of that match uh, no every player that was available the other day will be available tomorrow that's good news uh, we were waiting to hear about Dwayne Holmes as well is he likely to be available this weekend he was training yesterday he will train today if everything goes well he can be available tomorrow too he can be one of the players of the squad and another player that people are keen to see return is Jordan Rhodes. Is there any time scale yet on his return? The idea with Rhodes is to give, before he, we consider him uh, to be in the first team, to have some minutes in the B team, because like he was long period of time without playing football. He was just working with the medical staff. We think that we understand that the, the option to make him play some minutes in the beating first is going to help him to, re, to be fit, is going to help him to be ready to help the team. So we planificate the next week to have some minutes with the B team. And after these first minutes, we see who is because some players I am watching him enough enough well for the period of time that he was out. And I don't think he's going to have a, a long time to recover the, the level that he needs to, to help the first team but potentially we might see him in some of the matches in the run-up to Christmas. Yes, I think so. I think he's going to have all the options because I think after the, the pain that he has, after he starts to recover from the pain, he starts to make a very intense recovery. That's why I am watching him now, better than I was watching him when he arrived in summer to the club. Because in, at that moment, he had some restrictions, especially in the mobility, that no, don't allow him to show all the possibilities that he can offer to, to the team. So in the two or three trainings that he was doing with the group, more in-game situation, I was watching him better than I was watching him when he arrived to the club. Do you feel he's the sort of player that there isn't really anybody else like him in the squad at the moment, an out-and-out goal poacher? I think he is one striker that, I don't have to talk a lot about his career because he's one player that has been very, very important in this club, especially in this club because he had scored many goals and he talks about the typical the profile of player that he is. So I think that he can offer something different in terms of the is one very striker in the box. He's a player, one striker that he has an, an special intuition to play in the box because he can use any free ball in the box to, to finish the actions. And we hope that he will show this instinct to help the team to, to of course, to, to finish the chances and to, to score in the opportunities that we have in the game. You gave Sorba Thomas a rest during the week. Um, how has he benefited from um, having a, a full week off? And you know, do you think he will be uh, back in contention to start this weekend? More than give to him a rest, I was thinking that another player was better to play in that game against QPR in his position, analyzing the, the performance that was necessary and the behaviors that I was thinking that were necessary to compete against QPR. The fact that one player was in the bench the other day uh, is true that allowed him to be more fresh than another player that were playing. But this is just one fact that always one of the points that I analyze, but doesn't mean anything else. After we need to, to see what the team needs, we need to see how the players arrive 
And if Sorba play is not going to be because he's fresh, it's because we think that he can perform and he can have a positive influence in the team. And presumably that's a conversation that you had with him so that he fully understands your reasoning, because I'm sure as a player, he would want to start every single game if fit and able to do so. Yes, it's very important that every player have the mentality to, or the, the desire to be in the first 11 to help the first team. But sometimes we don't, sometimes you don't have to give many explanations when you are playing and sometimes you don't need an special explanation when you are not playing. It's just the decision that the player needs to accept and decisions that the player need to react from these decisions to show everyone should show when they are in the pitch that they are the best player that can be to help the team. So I think as soon as one player has a lot of ambition, as soon as one player is out and for any reason they recover the possibility to be in this, in this space in the team in the first 11, they need to show, of course, that they can be the best player in that position to help the team to, con to achieve the target that we have to to win the game. I suppose how a player reacts to um, having a, a spell not in the in the starting lineup tells you a lot about them. You want them to you want them to, to be upset about it, really, don't you? Because you want them to be playing. And Sorba clearly is a very passionate player. You see that from him on the pitch. So were you happy with how he kind of reacted to that news? I think he reacted well because first of all, uh, as soon as we were preparing the game, the day before the game. You, the players start to feel, start to watch directly who is in the first 11, who is not going to be in the first 11. But in any moment, I was watching any type of bad reaction, but no bad reaction with the group, bad reaction with themselves, because sometimes the player, we, we, we don't want that the player made a mistake to react bad, especially with themselves, and they continue working, and he was continue working, knowing that when you are part of one collective sport, when you are part of one squad of 22 players, where only you can pick up 11 players and select 11 players, you know that sometimes 11 players that even they will deserve to be in the first 11 are going to be out. So for me, part of the responsibilities of one professional player is to understand these decisions and to accept this decision and is to fight against these decisions. That's why to have this upset feeling that you were telling me uh, is important too, because we want players that react to this situation. We want players that when they are watching that they are not in the first 11, they react in the way, in the positive way that they have to react, that is working and they're showing that they can be the best ones to help the team to, to win the games. It's another very quick turnaround. I'm guessing that you didn't get home from London until very late on Wednesday night, Thursday morning, play again on Saturday. So how do you actually use those, those 48 hours with the players back in training yesterday? Have you had much time to to work with them over the last couple of days? I was talking with my players, with my players, that we need to we need to make the same thing that we do in one week or in six days. We need to make in two days. In six days, the first two or three days you are using to the recoveries, and the next two or three days you are using to prepare the game. So now we have to use twenty four hours to recovery and twenty four hours to prepare the game. As soon as we know, this is what we need to do now. This is the challenge. This is what the situation is demanding to us. So yesterday was they came to the training ground. We were talking about the game. They were doing the. They were working with the medical, with the medical staff because they couldn't work with the technical staff. Something normal after the game. And after they had the all the afternoon to make the recovery and trying to be a little bit out of the football thinking or trying to be 
just to have the, the mental recovery that is necessary to have. Today, they will arrive here around 12 and we will prepare the game. So we will have just in the opposite way. Yesterday was the recovery and today is going to be the preparation of the game. And this is something that they know. And this is something that when you are a professional football player, you need to know how to manage. And we have played with enough experience to have been living this situation before. Middlesbrough then, the next visitors at the John Smith Stadium. Obviously, Chris Wilder in charge for a couple of games there now. Um, what are you expecting from them? I expect <clears throat> what was clear that uh, I am watching one team that they start to play with the style that the new coach want to have. And this happened very fast uh, because for me, it's one team that switched very well to the, to the mentality of the coach. Because for me, they are a physical team, aggressive team to attack, aggressive team to defense. So anything new in the championship, because we are playing similar, very similar for me, could be even being a different game, have similar things with the game that we are going to play. In terms of the shape that the both teams are using, in terms of the mentality of the teams. So we are playing for me two games in a row that are going to have some similarity things. But if you analyze even the week, we are playing one week with West Bromwich, QPR, and Middlesbrough. That is true that every opponent is different, but we are going to watch many similar points between the three teams that we are going to face in one week. And when you have this, of course, you need to use the experience of the previous game to prepare the next ones. You talk about them being quite an aggressive side. Are they quite a big side as well. They seem to have a big physical presence, a lot of the Middlesbrough players. Yes, but it's something that uh, normally in the championship is true that some teams are more technical teams and, or, or more tactical teams, and other ones want to be more physical, and other teams have a little bit of everything. So I think that is going to be one competitive game. We expect this one team that is going to, one game that is going to demand a lot of energy like any team in the championship, because any opponent is going to allow you to play the game without a high level of energy, a high level of demanding of the game. And of course, it's true that they didn't get the, the three points in the last two games, even if they deserve uh, to achieve this in the, for me in the last two games, because it was clear that for me in both games, they had options to, to come home both. They didn't do and they will come here to try to change this dynamic. And we will face the game trying to show again that we are a very competitive team, especially when we are playing at home, we are getting a, a good dynamic of results. Of course, they will challenge this situation and we know that we will have to put all our best to continue in the good dynamic. So as soon as we know that what we need to do to face them, what we need to do to be a competitive team, what we need to do to can have options to continue this dynamic, I don't think any problem, this is just a championship game. And as you say, Chris Wilder has had two games, but is yet to win one as Middlesbrough manager. How much pressure does that put on a new manager when he's still searching for those first three points? And how long really does it take to implement your ideas on a new squad of players? Everything is relative because you cannot say how long and you cannot say how much pressure are things that I cannot give you the answer because everyone is different. Every coach in the world wants to win. And after win, every coach in the world wants to win again. And when you don't win, every coach in the world wants to win the next game because we know that this is our job and this is our responsibilities. And, and this is part of our dynamic. So we don't expect any different thing when you are winning or when you are losing the game because the only thing that every coach wants is to face the next game and win. When you didn't do, 
you want to win. When you draw, you want to win. And when you won, you want to win again. So it's not going to change anything. So at the end, the mentality that everyone has is to go to the pitch and to see your team achieving the three points because this is the highest level of satisfaction that one coach can have. And, and last one from me, you mentioned the home form, which has been excellent for Huddersfield Town this season. Can you put your finger on why home games are going very, very well on the road? It's been a little trickier this season. Of course, when you are able to, or when you won games at home and you win games away, you are in the highest level of the league because it means that you are winning every single game. When you are winning some of these games, can be at home, can be away, so that still you have points to, to improve and got to the, to the improvement as a team. So it, for me, it's something that is clear that's happened to us when you are not winning in a row every game. You always are going to find reasons why you are not, you are not doing. It's true that at home we are having a good dynamic, but sometimes it's coincidence, sometimes it's consequence. I think when you try to play every game with the same mentality, I understand that this is more uh, coincidence than consequence. Because I cannot tell you that we prepare in different way one win, one game at home, that one game that we are playing away. But it's true that football, these things can happen because when you feel the support of your people, of course, when you come to your stadium that you know perfectly, that you know your dressing room, you know that you are not traveling, that you are at home. So you can, of course, you can have, you repeat some of the habits that you are having, but some things have during one period of time, dynamic that they are winning at home. Some teams have the dynamic that they are winning away and at home. This is part of the football. We are going to watch different type of situation. But when you are facing the games in the same way, I cannot give you one reason, but it's true that I understand that from the statistics point of view, it's going to appear this fact that we will try to keep our dynamic at home and we will try to change our dynamic away, but this is going to be the challenge that is every football game. So we will try to play every football game with the best of our possibilities to have the more options to be the more competitive team that we have to be. That's great. Thank you. Good luck this weekend. Thank you so much. Carlos. Thanks, Catherine. Dave, good morning. Morning, Carlos. Um, just wondered where we are with uh, Pippa and Alex Vallejo's injuries at the moment. The situation with Pippa continue being the same one. He is going to make today one technical word with some of the members of the staff. The next week, he will increase his intensity and let's see how he reacts to the improvement of the, or the increasing of the intensity because he was having problems in decreasing of the intensity because every time he was training with more intensity, with the necessary football intensity, he was having pain. Nowadays, we hope that with this period of time from the medical staff they they see reasons to understand that he should improve and he should re, he should react better with increasing of the intensity and we hope that this is the situation that happened with Vallejo the situation has changed a little bit because like I was talking with you during the recovery with the medical staff of the first injury of the knee appeared a second problem in the knee and the solution now with the second problem of the knee is going to be the surgery so we expect that during the next week he had an injury. In the time of the recovery from this surgery, is going to be around four to six weeks of time. So I don't expect to have him in any of these weeks. Okay, so sorry, has he had the operation yet or is he having that next week? He's going to have the surgery the next week. 
Okay, okay. Um, I know you've touched on it a little bit, but I just wondered what it's like for you personally in a week like this to prepare for three separate opponents who play in three completely different ways. Is it? Do you spend a lot of time with your analysts going over the various opponents? How do you set your what's? Where's your mind at for each game? No, what we do is like as soon as we know this, we knew the situation before. We just start to prepare the situation before. Uh, so some of the members of the stars are watching one opponent, another members of the time are watching another opponent. West Bromwich was one opponent where we could work and prepare the game with enough time. As soon as we start after the Cardiff, in the, immediately after Cardiff, we start to analyze the opponent. We had time to, to watch them and to identify which type of situational behavior will be necessary. Like I said before to Catherine, it's true that any opponent that we are going to face is different. But you can find relations between West Bromwich and Middlesbrough, even knowing that they have differences too. And you can find relations between QPR and Middlesbrough, even knowing that, of course, there are differences too. But in terms of the says, for example, that we are going to play in one week, we are going to play against 3-4-3, and I will expect to play tomorrow against another 3 5 two. So all the three teams that we are going to face, they are playing with another three. All the three teams that we are going to play are going to try to be they are aggressive in defense to make the high pressing. So to be the high pressing is going to be something uh, that is going to be demanding in the next game too. And something that was demanding in the previous games too. We were managing these moments in different way against West Bromwich or against QPR. We had more the game in QPR that we have the, the sorry, we had more the ball against QPR that we have the ball against West Bromwich. But in any of both games, we had the ball all the time that I think this team can have and that we need to have to control more the games. So, of course, we will use, we will prepare in the game using the experience that the previous games have gave us to try to improve the, the style of the team. Um, just to talk about a couple of individuals, Lee Nichols seems to be in really, really good form at the moment. Have you been surprised since he's come into the club just how good he's been? I cannot tell you. I cannot tell you that I. I am surprised because I was watching one keeper that had enough experience to play, even he was in the last year in League One. I was watching one keeper that had some of the important points that one keeper have to have. But it's true that in this short period of time, he has so one develop of maturity of personality or not develop. He has so a very good level of maturity of personality to face championship games that is being very important for us. Good. And um, I'm just looking for, looking back at that QPR game. It was good to see um, Mipo get some minutes at the end there. Have you been pleased with how he's been doing recently on the training pitch? The, for me, the minutes against QPR and, and the fact that he came to the with the team was the consequence of one improvement in his football behaviours in terms of the, his growing and his adaptation to the to the championship level. It's true that only with the training is not enough because after the game always is the demands of the game is different than the demands of the of the training. But the fact that Mipo is being involved is because he is showing that he is growing with the pass of the weeks. Okay. And last one from me. Uh, last Saturday, the atmosphere at the John Smiths was probably, I think it was as good as it's been over the last couple of years. 
what does that give you on the bench and what do you think it gives the players on the pitch to hear the stadium in that in that sort of full voice? It means a lot. Being honest, it means a lot. That's why we have to try to show our best in the pitch to mobilize our fans to give gave us or to give us that or create this atmosphere that we know that always is going to help us because during the game you know that you are going to have some complicated moments and we are going to have some moments where you are going to be suffering and the fact that you realize that you are not alone in the pitch that you have your people that you can make happy many many people that made the sacrifice to go to, to the stadium that made the sacrifice to leave some time to personal time to go and be with the team that of course for these people is not just sacrifice it's enjoying too because they are doing because it's part of the, the one dynamic that they like to so it means that you only can be in the pitch giving your best and you only can be there giving the best because for me our work is always related with with our fans and trying to show that trying to create a positive feeling when they when when they go to home so for me it's very important to have that feeling but it's true that we want to take the responsibility to create this environment trying to give our best to make our fans recognize the team involved with the team and give us the best too that help us a lot to create the, a positive performance. Thank you very much. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you so much. Thanks, Dave. Leon, welcome to you. Hello. Good morning, Carlos. Hi. Um, Luis O'Brien is a, is a, an excellent player for you. I'm just wondering how far do you think he can, he can go in the game? Because he looks like he has got everything to be successful. Yes, I think that from the last year, I, I, I always am saying that for me it's a pleasure to be working with one player like, like O'Brien because for me it's one player who has a lot of, of, the, of the skills of the best players because he's one player that even though he's young, he's showing personality, he's one player that is able to repeat every two days or three days in between, he's able to repeat a high level of yeah. or to give a high level of, of performance physical performance and this year for me every time he's in the pitch is showing one level of mature that he didn't show the previous year so it means that for me O'Brien continue growing and to to have the option to see one player that is good player for me in the championship that continue have the self-demanding to continue growing it means that I cannot tell you where are the limits of the player because for me one player that every week or every season he's breaking these limits and he continue growing. So I don't know where is the limit of O'Brien. I hope that still we, yeah. we are not watching that limit because it means that he will continue improving. And when you are working with one player with enough skills that he even continue improving, is something that is excited for, for all of us. Yeah. Jonathan Hogg, your captain, is, is injured at the minute, but he has a role away from the pitch, club captain, helping everybody and, and encouraging them. Just tell me about his role um, when he's injured. What is, what is he doing now? He's obviously trying to get fit, but he has a role in the dressing room as well. Uh, some players for me, they show the level of leadership in different ways. For me, Hoagie is one player that he can show the level of leadership in the pitch because he's one player that always without words yeah. He's giving example about how to compete the games, but it's true that in the back is one player that has a lot of experience and had, he has one special character to, to help the dressing room. And I know that 
he's always every day with us, so he's that different that he's working with the medical staff. But uh, Hog is one player that for me represents very clear the values that we want in Huddersfield. And when he, every player is watching him, just watching him is enough to send the message that he's there, that he's with us. And it's important always to have all our players with us. But it's true that the highest level of help of Hawk is when he's in the pitch. Because he's captain, he's captain no because he's worth, he's one captain because he's facts. So are enough example for everyone to to have some reference references for the players in the pitch. And I was just finally I was going to ask you the championship itself, Fulham and um, Bournemouth look the standout teams, but do you think a lot of the other teams are, are very, very similar? Uh, similar to them? Uh, well, similar to each other. I mean, there does not look, look a lot between many of the, the sides below those two. It's true that if you analyse the table of the Championship now, that of course is not, it's not going to be the table in one month. Uh, it's showing that uh, every game is a challenge for every team. So you can have the conclusions that... Uh, Fulham and Bournemouth are in the highest level because they are in the table in the highest level. But for example, some of the teams that are not in this position on the table are facing very well them too yeah. and are getting a positive results against them. That could be the sample of Derby in the previous weeks, even Preston that was beating yeah. Bournemouth was yeah. the best team. So the, the only team that had and that won or the first team that won them in the league. So it means that every game is so competitive in yeah. the championship and for me, the situation on the table show the, that there are no very a lot of differences between the, the between the games or between the teams. And for me, it's have to create the, the mental process or the mindset to have a lot of game mentality. Game mentality. Because yeah. as soon as this league is too tough, you cannot relax never. Yeah. And you know that every game and every opponent is going to demand for you the best. To, to have success in the result that you want to achieve. Yeah. So for me, this is exactly what is happening in the Championship. Thank you, Carlos, and good luck on Saturday. Thanks, Leon. Alfie, have you got Hi, Carlos, how are you doing? Very well, thank you. Good. Um, just a quick one from me on, on Duane Holmes. How much do you feel that you've missed him and how important will it be to get him back fit if he can get through training uh, today? Unfortunately, we were losing Holmes playing the first 11 in the team. So when one player had the injury been the first 11 of the team means that he is an important player because for me, he was taking this gap. He was protecting this gap. It's true that if we analyze the season of him, he didn't start to be one of the first 11 players. He always were, or he was more helping the team. Well, at the beginning, yes, in the first game, yes. But after he was uh, being more in the bench than in the first 11. And after uh, he started to play from the whole game at home, he started to play in the first 11, showing that he is an important player and he can be a very important player for us in the team. Every performance that I were watching in him from whole game and before when he was helping the team from the bench, that was the example against Nottingham Forest and was the example against Swansea. For me, he was helping a lot the team. So every time you are missing important players or players that have been helping, it's a challenge for the other ones to show that they can help the, the team too. And it's amazing for the teammates because they are being an, an important player. So we hope that tomorrow we have him come back to the with the group. And if he has in a minute 
during the game that he can be helping the, the team like he was doing in the previous weeks when he was in the first eleven of the team. What, what do you think uh, Duane's biggest strengths are and, and what he brings to his side? What's, what's so important about him? I think Holmes is one winger that can play as a playmaker and Holmes is one playmaker that can play as a winger. So for me, this is one of the, in these two things that I tell you, I am telling you some of the strength that he has because he's one player that can help you. For me, every winger, if you analyze the wingers for me in the, in the wall, to be an important winger, or you have to be one player that you are very good with association and you help the team to accumulate passes in offensive half, or you need to be one player with a lot of one versus one. For me, Holmes is one, one player that can play as a winger because he can help the team in the building, he can help the team to accumulate passes in offensive half, and he is someone that can give the last pass and the finishing of the goal. So he has for me many of the things that one winger has to have. And at the same time, he's one player that even can play in the middle of the pitch because he has these uh, skills to be looking for passes, to ask for the ball. And he's one player that always won the ball. And as always, it's important to have players in the pitch that always they are asking for the ball because it allows you to control better the games.